on this weird sort of cloud where I was like, I'm talking to Julian Fellows. This That's is really so odd. Cool. Um, and he said, well, why don't, you, why don't you come and join me next month for some drinks down at the Cadogan Hotel and restaurant in, no in Sloan Square? Yeah, it was really quite sort of, it was very surreal. I was just like, drinks and yeah. on you. Yeah, I yeah, I was like thinking, oh god, I hope I need to rack up as many bits of coins as I can for that place. Um. Welcome to the actor and agent, aka the dirt or the skinny, with me, Jen, and me, Snajina. Okie dokie, so we are recording and we are here with um, another Brit, which is so exciting for me today. And um, not only is he another Brit, which is just fantastic anyway for me, but um, he's also been on Downton Abbey and the English game. I mean, that's pretty freaking cool. Um, welcome, John C. Elmore. Hello. Very nice to be here. Oh, it's so <laughs> lovely to have you. And especially with that cool accent, it, it, it goes well with the... <laughs> yeah, with the, I suppose also the, the intro as well, when you say the English game and Downton Abbey, it sort yes. of fits, fits the mark, I suppose. It de- oh, fits exactly. the mark. Yes, perfect. Fancy. <laughs> so fancy. I mean, we, we have sort of briefly touched on this before, but Johnsy, that's sure. a very interesting name. Yeah. Tell yeah. me about well, it. Sure. Um, so when I was uh, at play school in London, um, I I called most. My full name is John Francis, um, mm. and when I was younger, I couldn't pronounce my name. And uh, there was a girl in my my play school that uh, I, I went. I eventually also went to primary school with bizarrely called Christy Maloney, and she said, "Start calling me Johnsy." Um, and it kind of stuck and it, and it's one of those things that it, it sort of was something I don't know it just I, my, it fit for my parents but fit for me at the time I suppose and um, you know hearing I suppose people hearing my parents who've got very sort of broad Irish accents it's sort of um, you know Jansai 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 <laughs> yeah I love it Jansai Jansai <laughs> how are you you're right there how's it going <laughs> you know um, so uh, and, and but I'd know if I was in trouble when I was younger it'd be John Francis yes you know so it's yes. um, it's a, it's what it's one or the other but I rarely hear John Francis anymore yeah I mean, and also, I mean, it'd be it'd be pretty intense for your parents to like, you know, fight, hunt you down when you've done something wrong and be like John Francis. Uh, yeah, what have you been up to? It's it's also a bit long in the tooth, and it's just gets and Johnsy gets straight to the point. So yeah. it's sort of yeah, it's um, <laughs> it's it can, it can yeah, it's it's one of those where I mean, it's I it, it's it's a name that when you get into when I got to bigger school, it was it sort of led to some very interesting rhymes that I won't, I won't mention but you know it was it was you know that's school for you and that's boys for you so it's, you know you learn you learn to live with it so you know what it's it's not just boys I think it's just people for you I think they'll just they'll yeah something. well you know and I think as well I think some auditions as well I've um I've had the interesting I think that was a commercial audition I had and I I walked in I went in and they're probably about like like all commercial auditions there are tons of people there and um 
it was a sort of a it was supposed to be a boy girl sort of relationship thing some guy proposing to his girlfriend it was that like hsbc commercial mm. and um i just remember you know that usual waiting when you're doing a commercial audition which i was like oh god let's let's be over very really <laughs> yeah. soon and uh just the woman who calling out the name she called out you know oh would john c and jeremy please um oh, and i was no. like, I was like <laughs> and i was like uh hello that's that's me and they're like oh i'm so sorry and i was like didn't my agent give you any heads up on that? Or like no, a I'm headshot, a, or you know, and you know, you know, when you just look at that sea of faces, you go, "That poor bastard! They don't even know who he is." <laughs> oh, and, no. uh, and then flash forward, you book the gig. Uh, no, no, <laughs> no. unfortunately, I think commercial auditions. I I just go in anytime. I, I mean, I I don't have as many. I haven't had as many recently, but like when I was starting out. I was sort of just went in with a, you know, you always go in with a sort of just like, yeah, I'm probably not going to get this, but I'll give it the best I can. You know, it's that sort yeah. of logic where you go, I don't, you know what I mean? It's that yeah, sort of thing where you're totally. just like, it's, it's, it's so it's, subjective. Yeah. Like it's, <sighs> yeah, absolutely. What they want. <laughs> absolutely. Well, it's also, it almost feels, I suppose, as a lot of actors they always say it feels very impersonal because it's so sort of, they're Next. like, they, yeah, it's sort of more so than sort of regular, you know, regular stuff, whether it's TV, film or theatre that, you know, there's, a, I think when someone has seen like the 10,000th person of the day, they're like, all right, just do it for God's sake. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> just eat that yogurt. Just. <laughs> well, yeah, I remember, I remember I climbed a mountain, I was supposed to climb a mountain once for a and it was so embarrassing I mean commercial auditions are so embarrassing because they just <laughs> ask you to they, right they ask you to it was for a car it was for car advert and I was like well presumably I'm just going to be sitting down and it was like they were like so John yeah what we'd really like to do um, we'd uh, like you to climb a mountain because we want you know, the two guys who are climbing and then they finally reach the car of their dreams and I was just like Right. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. Um, and then I'm just, I, I'm just, cli- I'm pretending to climb in this room with nothing to climb in. Really? And I just literally felt the blood drain from my face because there was like the guy who was just watching me very blankly. And then the, the then because what they have is with a lot of commercial things, they have the people who, you know, who are assigned to that particular company. So they're just completely. Mm-hmm uninterested in actors and acting and anything to do with the <laughs> arts whatsoever who's just sitting really blankly in the background with a coffee and just wishing they were somewhere else <laughs> and while I am there pretending to be climbing wishing I was somewhere else um, and, I would yeah. love to see that audition That's those are like the ones oh, I live for they're just <laughs> like you want to see them don't you like when oh, you're miming yeah. something <laughs> It's either miming or the actually another worse one is pretending to be in a car. You're yeah. sort of just, and it's like sitting on a plastic chair, just going. And they're like, okay, so you're in a car, and then you you suddenly have to break, and then the coffee spills. You know, the imaginary coffee oh, spills yes. all over you. Yeah, and it's like that. Uh, you actually become a terrible actor in that moment. <laughs> oh, the coffee has spilt all over me. What do I do? <laughs> shock! What 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 great shock has happened? Oh dear. I know. Uh, it's awful. You know. It's like you go back to like like you've never acted before. <laughs> I know. Weird. It's like, and then uh, that same one actually was like, oh, you're at a florist. And you found some flowers for your mum. It's like, oh, seriously? You know, n- you know, no. 
no, I don't. And then it's, it's also they just give you that blank. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> Have a lovely day. Yeah, I used to walk all the way back to the station that's in the middle of nowhere, and you know, <laughs> that's the other thing. It's just the, yeah. the the travel is the most demeaning about it all. Yeah, well, I guess in a way, because um, actually, Sanjina and I have been talking about this a lot recently about how the fact that after like this last year with COVID and stuff, the fact mm. that I guess these auditions would be now more done via self tape. So yeah. instead of yeah. embarrassing yourself in front of um, other people and having to travel there and pay pay to do mm. it, um, you can just do it in the comfort of your own home, climbing a wall. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's been. I mean, actually, for me, that's been that's actually been a lot better just because just the just that whole because over the last I mean they take a lot longer to get back to you about stuff but yeah. it's actually much I mean like I I prefer it more than anything just because if you're given I don't know like a 10 page scene or something and you've got a few just a few days to go through it you kind of think well because also you kind of think about do I stress out about learning the lines or do I because, I mean, there are lots of techniques that you sort of learn with mm-hmm. self-tapes as well, is you kind of go, well, look, I'm going to know this well enough, but I'm not going to kind of, I'm not going to overextend myself too much where I've just literally hurt myself so much that this is this is going to be learned inside and out. Yeah. So what I do is I, I do have like my, you know, some, pro, you know, prompting stuff just in front of me. Mm-hmm. So I'll have a script in front of me and I'll just be like, well, you know, I'm not get- so it doesn't make me kind of just over overthink about whether I get it or not. It actually really helps. Yeah. Um with with just with just easing into an audition and mm-hmm. not worrying so much that everything you have to remember everything word perfect. You will remember it will seem on camera that you have. Mm-hmm. But just that 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 whole self tape thing is just it, it, for me it's been great because it's just it sort of changes the way that you know that they see you as an actor. Of course. Um, much more. I mean, I, I don't mind going in to <laughs> meet people, of course, but I think self tapes have been actually really. I mean, a lot of actors I know have said that they've really enjoyed it. Actually, just self tapes because you can just relax a bit more and and not worry so much about it. Yeah, I guess there's pros and cons yeah. for it. I mean, <clears throat> I really used to hate self tapes, but now. Now, to be honest, I'm, I've kind of come round to the idea of actually this is pretty good. I don't have to because I live I live outside of London, so yeah. for me it's just like okay, cool. I don't have to pay like thirty, forty quid to go up there and maybe be nervous in my one shot and then be like ah oh, cocked it up. Whereas I could just do a couple of recordings of a self tape and be like yeah, okay, absolutely, I'm ready. I'm bashing it out, you know. Well, that I think that's I think that's absolutely right, and I think you, you just. I think as well you, when you put because you put yourself on the line sort of all the time, you know, and that sort of stuff. And especially, if, especially as well, if you've only got like a few lines, mm-hmm. that that for me kind of because sometimes you can go in. I've done auditions where I've just gone and come in from Cambridgeshire mm-hmm. and gone down and done done. Like, I did I did one thing for this this Hollywood thing that I just felt I was like why am I traveling down here for this one line I remember having to go down a, a weird alleyway in in the city of London and then up a staircase and it was for a big it was bizarre it was for a big film like, you wouldn't have thought it was <laughs> and there was just two people with a camera just standing there and say right can you say your line please and I was just like oh man Jesus and that was all for that and I could have easily done that on a on a self tape 
and be none the wiser. Yeah, totally. Uh, um, but yeah, no, that's yeah. that. I, I suppose I suppose I like them. <laughs> yeah, is that, the takeaway is the takeaway. Like the yeah. lo- the long version, the short version is I like them. <laughs> no, I I I get it. I mean, um, have you been to any in person auditions recently, or is it still just been self tapes for you? Or um, I've done. Don't worry, I won't so, ask specifics. No, 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 it's fine. Um, I I've done some face to face like I say face to face on zoom and things like that just had a chat with oh, yeah. people and but a, for the most part because people have so much to get through it's mm-hmm. usually just been a self tape right. and I mean there's it, it, no difference really with it actually in terms of you are again you are in the comfort of your own home I think it's also just about your preparation if you feel prepared it yeah. would just be the same as if you were going in but I think there's the added benefit of going I'm at home, I've got, you know, I'm as prepared as I can be and I don't have to travel, I suppose. That's yeah. really, I suppose that's really just the main thing. Yeah, no, totally. Actually, Snajina, are you are you getting many in-person like audition requests or is it still self-tapes at the moment, just thinking for Vancouver? No, it's all self-tapes. I mean, the odd time this one casting director might ask you to come in, but it's like everything film and TV is be a self-tape mm-hmm. which is great for the actors and makes a lot more work for me but that's okay <laughs> <laughs> yes as episode three uh goes through why people don't read the brief or send you files in weird ways or by mm. text yeah. or whatnot yeah. it's just well, i'm sure both of you don't have any issues with that definitely but. not <laughs> I, uh, well yeah my agent's a bit of a saint i think for for me asking stupid questions with technology because I'm like, oh, is, it, is that? Did you get that? Are you sure? It's like, no, I did, but it said it didn't really send. No, we definitely got it. Are you, are you sure? You know, so she, I, she's she's that's okay. Everybody she's very patient. That. Yeah. yeah, it's fine. That's I think that's a good question. question. Yeah, <laughs> like has it come through? Is a good question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I I have heard I have heard some one of my mates. I won't I won't I won't say who it was, but he um he said he said do you reckon she'd mind if I send it via WhatsApp. And I was like, no, <laughs> what? what? I know, but it's just because I'm, I've got the thing on my phone, but if I could, I can't really send it. And I was just like, dude, don't. It's just, <laughs> it's like, no, they're just, she won't respond. She won't like, you know, just ignore it. <laughs> you know, just ignore, God, I you wish know. I could just not respond to those. <laughs> I'm too nice where I'm like, okay, yeah, well, I've got it now, so I might as well deal with it. <laughs> I will upload it myself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. pretty much. Oh, but my gosh. Yeah. No, it's weird. Actually, uh, John C., how did, you, how did you actually start? Um, like, because obviously, you know, w- was it something when you, were, when you were young that you kind of thought, oh, I really want to do this, or is it something you kind of fell into? Or um, Well, so my mum is an actor. Um, she's been an actor now for probably about she'll hate me saying it for about 50 odd years but um, (laughs) she will really hate me saying that that's right. Um, I'll I'll say for 20 years she's only been an actor but yes yeah no but so um, I suppose I've been around it sort of most of my life um, in terms of going on um, I used to as a a kid when my mum used to do theatre tours um I'd literally just be going with her. Um, mm. I lived in, you know, I've lived sort of all over the place really when it's come to so whether it's t- my mum doing TV, film, or or theatre. Mm-hmm. Um, 
like living in I lived in Dundee for about less than a year but oh, you know wow. when I was about three my mum was doing a play at the Dundee rep called uh, She Stoops to Conquer and oh, right. and so and I was at that age where it was like my dad was working in London he'd come up every so often to see me and then but what he noticed was uh, was I, I'd been away for maybe four months or so and dad had come up from London and noticed that I had a bit of a Dundee accent amazing and so he was like it was like you're right daddy <laughs> my dad was like my dad in his sort of Irish accent was like what the hell's going on here uh, what's going on <laughs> why is he suddenly so completely different um, yeah. yeah but when you're a kid you're like a you're like a sponge you like pick everything yeah. up oh that's that's the thing I think I, I I think it's also strange with I mean with my parents my parents both coming from very working class um Irish Catholic backgrounds just on the border between North and South um, mm. I, have, I mean my accent uh, as, as you sort of mentioned at the beginning it, it, I mean it's it's sort of been through the mill so to speak you know in terms of you know because I used to go to a state school in in Maida Vale mm-hmm. and I used to have quite a London accent and then yeah. I got and then when I was 11 I got um, a scholarship to to a private school in Twickenham and just that sort of shift yeah, was quite, yeah. and it was and it's quite it's quite strange especially for you know parents who come from a different country to hear their children with very different accents to theirs yeah however i do have like certain words that i that i that a lot of my friends sort of comment on like if I say if i say the word i i mean i can't say it when the english version of saying the word oven right i say oven Okay. And you know that's there are very sort of Irish sort of things put. You know, I say things sort of slightly differently, and people go, "Oh, he says oven," or <laughs> you know, that's, <laughs> "Oh, he's so he's so Irish." Um, and it's 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 that sort of you just it's I suppose it's just the picking up stuff, really. Of course. You know, and school I think is probably the number one place where where that happens. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It's just your environment, and it's a fitting in tool as well, isn't it? Like just to. Oh, completely, and I think that's. I think that's. I think that really sort of. I mean, going back to your your original question, I think with regards to acting is is the fact that I think it was a lot to, because I did because you know even when I when I my parents are now back in Ireland, but when I was younger, we used you always used to go back to Ireland, and I would always feel compelled to have an Irish accent just because I. I don't know. I felt very out of place. I briefly yeah. went to school. I briefly went to school over there, so when you get some we Irish kids going, well, if you've got a weird accent, what's mm-hmm. wrong? And you're like, um, well, how do I explain it? You know, and... Uh, and then you just switch to Irish just to make them feel comfortable. It's like, it's fine. Well, yeah, in, in, a, in, a, in a weird way. And I've, I've always kind of done that. And, it, and I think to, I suppose, get into acting, that is kind of, it's always, I think it's always circulated around that, that sort of thing. I was always, you know, my dad would probably tell you that I would spend hours upon end probably even now my wife is getting the work brunt of it now but just doing does this sound like so and so or does this you know yeah. you know I'll, I'll just do annoying impressions until people just go please stop please like, yeah that's that's good yeah I, you put I, it in the bag yeah very bag. good very good now yeah. stop seriously mm-hmm. um so I think that's I think it sort of draws a line there being around my mum um and my dad's an artist and graphic designer, so it's. Um, I think I've always been in that sort of fold 
because my sister's an actor as well. So how is she? Oh, right. Yeah, so it's one of those where you, when you're around it so much, you kind of it, it almost it, we almost sort of just fell into it really. Mm-hmm. Um, as much as my mum wasn't necessarily pushing us into it you know she definitely wasn't pushing us into it at all <laughs> she was like you know you'll never work and you'll it'll you know you have to find something that's you know stable that and stable and <laughs> you know and, and you're like and I suppose I I never really felt compelled to have that I suppose I suppose not to say I never felt compelled to have stability but I never felt compelled to kind of do something that was sort of run of the mill like go to university and study a particular subject yeah I sort of I sort of you know acting was something that I suppose helped me kind of um let loose a bit and I you and also you find people that you get on with as well that you wouldn't necessarily have found at school yeah, um, absolutely. which is which which is great. Yeah. So what what was your first ever role like? You know, it can be anything. Ooh. Like, what was your first ever role? I I, I actually it's literally popped into my mind now, oh, and nice. it's uh, Billy Goat Gruff. Oh. Uh, when I was three, I was at nursery. I was oh. in nursery, and I played one of the the three goats. And I remember that purely down to the fact that because my uh, even though my dad is an actor, he very much wanted to be when he was younger. And he's, aside from being an artist and being very creative, he's always very creative. Mm-hmm. And he thought of a very, he thought, wouldn't it be great if you actually looked like a goat? And I was like, <laughs> uh, you know, when you're at nursery, you're just like, no, what do you, what do you, and so dad actually decided that I should, you know, aside from my, I remember the two guys who were playing the two other goats, uh, Jack Nolan and David Martinez, they were just wearing jeans and a white top nice. and had sort of goat ears. But my dad thought, no, you're going to wear a white polo neck and white tights. Whoa. And <laughs> I just remember, th- I remember just being devastated. I was just like, why? I don't want to do this. You know, you're like, you're like please, daddy, no, no, please. Emotionally daddy. scarred yeah, at three. Like, I don't want to wear tights. Mummy wears tights, you know, and it's Aww. this sort of thing. And that was that, it was that sort of, you know, you're three years old and I was just, my dad recreates this quite often, actually, this story, but it was just me just going, no, please. You know, I'm going to school in tights. You know, it was, it was just such a, and the irony, the irony. However many years later, he he actually does don tights. You know, oh. actually becomes an actor. Yeah, yeah. So oh my yeah, gosh, that's so funny. Um, one thing I did want to ask as well, because obviously having sure. never been um as a as high profile, well, never been on such high f- profile things that you have. But um, what was the audition process like for Downton? Um, I suppose, I suppose I'll tell you how I got to get get it because it it sort of was a very different way to oh. how you normally get it. So when I I was about two years out of drama school and I I'd, I'd been doing a bit of radio for BBC Radio Drama and um, I a few plays here and there, um, but it wasn't you know it wasn't just it wasn't I wasn't cranking anything out. It was like I, I was sort of occasionally you know stuck in the mud a bit and my dad saw a article with Julian Fellows and this is sort of around the very this is sort of around the beginning time of Downton so it was about two I mean they started about 2011 Mm -hmm. um so about 2012 and my dad said you know 
he said, well, why, why don't you write to Ju- Julian Fellows? And I was like, what are you talking about? You know, just write to Julian Fellows and oh sort of, how, how, do you, how do you sort of, how does that even happen? And again, as, as I sort of stated earlier, Dad's a very creative guy and very, he's a very talented artist. And he said, well, what we'll do is, you know, because Julian is, his full title, if you want to put it, is Lord Baron Fellows of West Stafford. Oh. Um, and, you know, because he was made a peer of the realm in, you know, in the House of Lords and all this sort of stuff. And, Blimey. But it was, you know, it was quite an overwhelming thing. I was like, well, how are we supposed to address someone like this who's got this kind of, these kind of credentials aside from being in Monica the Glen and as an actor? Mm. But, um, but um, yeah, I, I remember just asking Dad, I said, well, you know, how are we going to do this? And he said, well, what we'll do is we'll, we'll create a sort of scroll and we'll sort of, you know, and turn it into calligraphy's writing. Wow. I was actually really um, hoping you were, and, please tell me you sealed it with a wax. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it all got, oh, it was, it was wax, but it was all very, wow. it was all very, like, it looked very official, sort of, and it sort of said, Dear Lord Fellows, um, congratulations on your recent peerage of the realm. My name is John C. Elmore, and I was wondering like, if you could, off, you know, perhaps give me some advice. Um so we sort of sent this off, you know, it was a leather sealed case with a wax thing <laughs> on it and, you know, That's because amazing. again, it's kind of just trying to sort of, you're trying to sort of stand out, I suppose, because he obviously yeah. gets, he obviously gets a lot of letters and stuff. And my dad, I, my, he won't still, he won't tell me how he got it, but he managed to somehow find his address. Oh, wow. Um, which I, I still don't know how he did that, but, um, but again, so he, we sent it off. And I thought, well, that's just going to go into the abyss. Mm-hmm. Um, as these things so often do. Yeah. Um, and I was, I was, we were in, uh, my wife and I were in a flat, really grotty flat in Cricklewood. And then I remember just getting, I was, go, I was doing laundry or something in, in the kitchen and my phone went. And uh, so it went, uh, hello, is that Johnsey? Uh, it's Julian Fellows here. I got your letter and I found it rather amusing. Oh, um, and I was just like, sorry? What are you talking about? I was, wow. like, I, was, I was like, I was I was in that sort of headspace where, who's Julian Fellows? Oh, fuck, Julian Fellows. That can't be Julian Fellows. And I, I went through my mind. It was obviously going around 100 miles an hour, but I was thinking, oh, well, Obviously, this is one of my mates just pulling a prank on me, and I, I was <laughs> no. very, cl- I was very close to like saying, you know, whoever down the you know, is that yeah. you? And then I sort of went, no, hello, oh hi, hi, and and it, it was just, and it was had a very weirdly, not a very nice conversation, but I was sort of just on this weird sort of cloud where I was like, I'm talking to Julian Fellows. This That's is really so odd, cool. um, and. He said, "Well, why don't you why don't you come and join me next month for some drinks down at the Cadogan Hotel and restaurant in, no in Sloane Square?" Yeah, it was really quite sort of. It was very surreal. I was just like, "Okay, Julian Fellows, I'll do that." Um, <laughs> drinks and yeah, on you? Yeah, I yeah, I was like thinking, "Oh God, I hope I need to rack up as many bits of coins as I can for that place." Um, but again, it was one of those things where you sort of. I remember, obviously, my dad was delighted because he was like, "Well, this this obviously 
this completely worked. Mm-hmm. You know, I ended up going to the, the Cadogan, you know, the Cadogan, and obviously it was just completely odd because I went to the entrance and it was like, hi, I'm here to meet Julian Fellows. <laughs> you know, very, you know, it was like, and they were like, of course you are. Yeah. You know, um, and then I met him. Obviously, he's a very, I mean, he's a very lovely, genial man, and we were having a really nice conversation. Um, and again, I can't remember necessarily about what, but it was just, you know, he, he, Julian's very, very good at sort of just holding a room and mm-hmm. sort of holding court, I suppose, as it were. And he, you know, just was sharing any all the sort of different experiences. You know, it's I think it sort of it sort of steered the conversation in lots of different ways. But it was a really it was a really nice sort of meeting, and I got to know him over a, a good. Few, you know, it was a really about sort of three three or four hours or so. I mean, it was really nice. quite extraordinary. Um, and then you know, at the end of you know, went went our separate ways, and I thought, well, that was really nice. I've met Julian Fellows, and I didn't really think much of it from from there on in. Um, and then I think probably about I think probably another month or so later, um, I mean, he gave me his email address, and I sort of said thank you. It was really lovely meeting you, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, and then about a month or so later, um, I got a an email for from Jill Trevelick, who's a casting director, mm-hmm. and. Jill um, said, "Would you like to come in? I've, I've been recommended by Julian to come see you for this part in Danson. This was series three, not uh, yes. the eventual series four that I did." Yeah. Um, but I was like, I was just like, "What on earth?" Um, wow. But again, it was that that first that was a that was an amazing sort of just pot of luck. Yeah, you know, were you uh, unrepresented at that point? Is that I was. I was I was I just I was with an agent briefly and that, that and that didn't really pan out that well. So I was literally just this was all sort of self represented stuff at the time. Wow. So I was sort of managing this in a weird way where it was I was just really not I, I didn't really know how to I was like, Thank you for the audition, I will be there you know. Um and I was like, Wow, this is incredible and, and it was for it was it was for um I can't remember there was a footman character. I can't remember the guys. The guy who got it eventually, he's got he had red hair and tall red haired guy. Oh right, was, yep. Um, but I got down to I got down to like the last two for that, and they said they asked me in again, and I got down to the last few for that, and then I didn't get it, and I was like, well, what a great opportunity. Totes. And I was, you know, I was like, well, that was really great, and I, hopefully, and hopefully, I made a good impression, and Julian got in contact with me and said, look, you did a really great job. It wasn't your 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 luck this time, but, you know, well done. And I thought no more of it. I thought this was a great opportunity and I was really happy to have done it and it was it was great. And then I think probably about six months, uh, five, about five months after that, I got a call from Dan Hubbard um, and, said, and he just called me up and said, oh, I've seen your, I, I saw your tape for, your tapes for, um, for the last series would you like mm. to come in for this role of John Pegg and I was like okay you know it was that sort of like Brilliant. I was I, again it wasn't wasn't believe didn't miss 
real sort of disbelief. And then, bizarrely, literally just after a few days of having done it, I found out I got it. And Amazing. Yeah. So it was, yeah. So that's that's the very long version, but it's <laughs> yeah. it sort of it sort of makes it makes more sense saying the long version because yes. otherwise, well, otherwise it, it's yeah. like, oh yes, you know, I just casually just, it, met. Yeah, it was fellows. just well, it was just a regular. It would just sound like a regular audition, and I can't yeah. not sort of because I, I as my as my mum calls Julian Saint Julian. Right. Um, <laughs> you know, just because you know he to put me in, I suppose to put me in. In you know he 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 would never sort of put me in the um, fold for just just offer the guy the part he you know he wants oh, to see yeah, whether no. you, you're suited for it and that yeah. and that 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 for me was a really good lesson in that I think yeah oh my gosh hundred percent and for anyone who doesn't know just I probably should have said this sooner but Julian Fellows is the the creator writer of Downton Abbey is that correct creator yeah writer. that's yes. that's right yeah he yeah. got he was he did um, that film Gossip Park. Yes, um, that got. I think he got an Oscar for it as well, actually. Yeah, I actually really love that movie. It's yeah, um, it's great film. It's funny because Snagina and I have a um, we have a, a funny story about Down- Downton Abbey, don't we, um, Snagina? I basically destroyed mm, two um, seasons for me. <laughs> yeah, basically destroyed. Oh wow! Yeah. Um, yeah. Should we say it? Yeah, go for it. Spoiler Why not? Alert. Yeah, okay. Spoiler alert for anyone, anyone who hasn't. Downton. Yeah. Very yeah. late. Yeah. A bit too late to the party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know where I was. I think it was like season one or whenever Matthew and what's her face get together. Oh yes, right. yep, yep. Mary, right? Yes, Mary. That's it. Mary, Mary and Matthew, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, whenever they get together, and then I'm like telling Jen what episode I'm on, and she goes, <laughs> "Oh, is he walking again?" Oh god! <laughs> and I was like, "What do you mean?" And then and I was then like, "Oh my if god!" If anyone's oh god. seen it, you know that <laughs> he's basically yeah. crippled for an entire season, and then yeah, it's better. That's so <laughs> he funny. starts to get feeling in his leg. I know, and it's crazy because I was like, "Oh, so he's walking again?" Then, and you just oh, the look on your face. Oh, I just destroyed it. It was like it was so it's, bad. You really did. I did. I'm so sorry. But that's. I mean, that's. Uh, but it's. It's one of the 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 fates of doing of uh, sort of that sort of television as well because mm. people can be at different points. Yes. In it, and you don't really sort of know. I I, I sort of just tend to. Re- ease on the side of caution and just be like I, I'm i not going to say anything just unless you because people do really get upset oh, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's, it's like it does uh, and it sounds like Snagina obviously got very upset by that well, well I, think was... I think I was just so in it and <laughs> yeah. it was just really like a long period of time before that was going to happen yeah. and so as I'm watching it I'm like well he's going to walk again clearly <laughs> and so yeah that's very funny because it's it's like um, my my parents have only just finished watching the whole box set of The Sopranos. Oh, and my my mum and dad absolutely loved it, but it was one of those things where it had just been that sort of thing that they had the box set for ages and they just hadn't got around to watching it. And um, my mum at the end of every com you know, at the beginning of every conversation, don't tell me what happens. Because yeah. <laughs> it was just because it's everything so detailed. Obviously, the, the the Sopranos is obviously so detailed, mm. but it was one of those scenarios where you're just like, oh, 
right, I can't say anything at all. <laughs> you know, it's like, have you got here yet? No, no. don't say another word. You know, just ruined everything. You ruined season four. There yeah. we go. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. But I have learnt my lesson. Although I think yeah, I, I did almost. Yeah, I definitely have. I think I almost ruined something for Sajina again, but I think it it got caught quickly. I can't remember what it was, but <laughs> um, yeah. So now I've just learnt to just be like, oh, have you seen this show? <laughs> yeah. Good. I did it to Enjoy. my mom for something the other day. Oh, we're no. doing two episodes for her. She's like, two episodes. I knew what was going on. Two episodes. I'm, like, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's too late. I'm waiting my life away. I'm waiting my life away when I'm waiting on you. Out now. Um, how have you found it, actually, um, John C? Now, because obviously, you know, um, you're you've got a, a fresh new baby. Because mm. we'll call it a fresh one. Yeah. How, how old is um, little little Finn? Finn is uh, he's going to be nine nine months very soon. Um, so he's um, he's started crawling now, actually. <gasps> in the last few days which has been quite terrifying because every time we put him on our bed it's sort of like (laughs) we can't actually keep him on this bed because he's 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 yeah he's on the move well he just it's like well i don't know if that's an edge that i'm going to fall over but i'm going to give it a go um (laughs) and so yeah he he it's it's really just we're we're started we've only recently started putting up those sort of you know safety features that you find around the house where you're mm-hmm. just like right he's going to start touching those things and he's he's and what's really really terrifying is that he's he has a fondness for for things that look like wires oh no so like because he I had <laughs> well yeah I was just like well this is great the next at least. It's ten years. Well, no, not ten years, but the next five <laughs> years. Hopefully, not ten years, but next five years is going to be, ch- you know, touching things that you shouldn't chewing be touching. Wires. Chewing wires. Chewing wire. Yeah. What sort of child do I have? Um, but it's it's that sort of because he was he had my he had my he- my my headphones the other day and he was just just happily just chewing them and I was just like, oh god, right. Well, as long as he's chewing those, that's fine. But you know, but now he's crawling, going to a corner of a room where there are wires. I'm just yeah. like. I'm literally don't move anymore now. Yeah. Stop. And he's like, he'll just smile at me and carry on and just be like, no. <laughs> I intend to make this interesting. Yeah. I have to say, I do enjoy seeing the little stories of either him. He's such a well dressed, dapper young yeah, man. Yeah, that, that's that's nothing to do with me. That's completely his mother. I'm, oh. um, I'm, hmm. I because I, I unfortunately have. Um, taken after my after my own dad, we we don't sort of specialise in in dapper wear. We sort of will find something that looks like a piece of clothing and go, yeah, that will work. And uh, I mean, obviously, I have to sort of think differently outside the box if I go for meetings, of course. Yes. But general day to day attire is not my um, is not my sort of field of field of knowledge unfortunately I wish it was because uh, like Laura would probably say to me like as she would probably the other day I would just I wait you know I get him up in the morning and put clothes on him before breakfast and 
you know, she'd be like, oh, what have you put him on? What have you put him in there? Like, it'd be like a combination of a shirt and like jogging pants. And he'd be like... Amazing. Like, but they just, you know, apparently it doesn't go. And I'm like, I don't understand what that means. What do you mean it doesn't go? It fits on him. Surely that's the main thing. Well, you know. I would say on this podcast, Snagina is definitely the well, the best dressed of... And she oh, just... Yeah, she, okay. No, dr- no. Uh, we can't see you at the moment, Sajina, but I'm sure you're far more put together than at least me. Um, oh, definitely me. Definitely me as well. Literally, Sajina can like chuck a bag on and it would still look coordinated. You should, you should see what I'm wearing right now. I, I hope you send me a selfie. I will. <laughs> no, but I think I think it's I think some people are just born with that gift of knowing what kind of like colors go together or what type of clothes i just don't have that gift at all yeah i, I i'm sort of <laughs> i'm amazed when i see sort of pa- parents around and about like you know they they uh, i suppose it is like it almost feels like in competitive sport being a parent now um <laughs> i mean especially with mothers i think it seems as well like you know i will have the best chi- best child in this bloody room if i can help it <laughs> and you know it's it's really i mean it's quite overwhelming you're like you sort of i mean we took before the other lockdown happened um we were taking finn to swimming lessons and it was just that sort of obviously the, most of the kids there were older than him, but it was that sort of thing of just you you actually just do see the imperiodically how when kids get older just even it more intensely how especially mothers are incredibly like i will make this person the best person in this room it's a it's a very it's a very sort of like wow god this is what it's like this is what my parents would were, were like you know it's that sort of oh. yes yeah, the accessories as well too i think it's oh i mean this is this I is mean... the other should he wear a baseball cap should he wear a should he wear a summer hat no a summer hat looks more graceful like why what does that even mean what does that mean he's just covering the sun yeah, he's just, he's just covering the sun. I like that. Yeah. He's just covering the sun. <laughs> yeah. Do you think being a dad has kind of changed anything for you? Like, cause obviously, you know, um, does it, does, do you think, because I know sometimes you talk to people and they think or they feel like it's made them more empathetic or it's made them think differently about life and all that. Do you think it's changed you much in that way or? Um, yeah, I would say it's probably made me, because I'm, I'll be honest with you, I'm not the most responsible person. I, well, I wasn't the most responsible person in terms of just being organised. Right. In terms yeah. of organisation and being really, um, I suppose, just being on top of things. And I think when, when you have a, a little person walking around, that sort of side of your brain sort of suddenly switches on and you have to kind of be more accessible Mm-hmm. Um, to, and I think it, I think it helps things across the board. To be honest, you know, yeah. you, I think there's there are lots of benefits, bizarrely, that come from it. I, I was I was I was never I, I was never sure how that it would sort of pan out because I was thinking, oh God, it's, am I just gonna? Because am I just gonna download all my insecurities to this person? <laughs> you know, oh, it's, and that's that's your kind of worry. It's such a weird thing because you know, from when they're born, you're like. The first night actually was really interesting because Laura and I were were just we just didn't know what to do. We we're like, oh god, what do we do? He's crying, and we were it was and it was because we, were, I mean, she was Laura was obviously incredibly tired, but I was just I I hadn't seen it because there was a you couldn't go to you had you could spend you could watch the birth and then you had to go like shortly after, oh, so I didn't been see them so for hard. 
yeah, it was like a three day period. So it was like I was at home, sort of going, "God, what's going on?" You know, and I had if I ever had to drop anything off to them at the hospital, it would just be like through a nurse, through a through a sort of a door, you know, with your mask on and everything. Um, wow. So yeah. I think I think this year has been really interesting. I I don't think many parents. I think no other parent I think would have experienced something like this year in a good way because everything is. is practically stopped in, in in some sense of the word I, pr- I wouldn't have been here as much i don't think um mm-hmm. and being being around every day mo- for the most part has been really yeah, it's been amazing cool. you know and and that that for me is I, I suppose being the most important thing being there at the very early stages mm-hmm. um but i think also re- relative to things like work and stuff it's it's bizarrely enhance things because you have to know when you have to do things and certain times you can't you know like if you're prepping like a self-tape or whatever it sort of just made me more aware of scheduling things better mm-hmm. and work and it's working around him really more than anything else well totally um yeah so yeah i think it's but it's all it's all positive i can't really see a negative oh um, no, i'm sure not I, no. I, I i may see i may see a negative <laughs> maybe, maybe the negative is um, if it's six in the morning and i'm sort of have to go and you know give them you know what's up you're awake you're very much awake you're more awake than I am you know it's and then he sort of grins off me yep I'm very much awake and we'll be up for several hours till you know and it's like now to do your breakfast yeah no it's um gotta try and match his energy and you're like I'm not there yet mate I'm not there yet it's what's interesting as well actually because he he has about two naps during the day and you kind of know when he's when he starts sort of making particular noise over exerting noises that's sort of your tell sign where you go right you're going to bed mm. yeah. <laughs> that's 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 a cue where you can go now i can get things get some things done that's yeah. the, that's the that's the important thing but which probably again makes you more organized too because you're like right i've only got a certain amount of time to like cram as much stuff in yeah absolutely yeah i mean i I, i've been doing sort of one-to-one acting coaching from home as well and Mm. like some i've every so often um i've had to bring him in if he's woken up suddenly and you know they you know the the people on t-shirt don't mind at all but he's it's just one of those things where you like you bring a baby into a class that you're taking you're like uh do you mind (laughs) (laughs) sorry yeah just just pass pass the parcel but like a very precious parcel like just be careful there you go. I have to caveat. I also have to caveat that with the fact that because I'm doing, prob- I'm, I do more stuff at sort of in the morning towards lunch because like his his mum is mostly up during the night, so yeah. <laughs> she she you know she's doing she's doing the the proper leg work as opposed to oh. as opposed to me who actually gets a full night's sleep, which. Um, <laughs> Bless her little cotton socks. My gosh, <laughs> what is it that your wife does out of curiosity? Uh, well, so she's tra- she trained as a photographer. Uh, oh, right, so yes. she did sort of interpret it. Okay, she, ah, yes, sort of, I have asked this, yeah. A lot of, lot of sort of different stuff. And then now she works um, for a company called CMR Surgical who sort of does, they're like do robotic things for surgery, robotic oh, surgery. Wow. So like That's making, um, so making, cool. making surgery more accessible for doctors. So, um, so it's more precise and it's more, she's more on this sort of HR sort of side of things and, mm. and basically admin stuff, but making sure things run smoothly within that. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty, 
space. Oh, well, to, well, I mean, she she sort of runs two kind of departments here in this house, trying to sort me and Finn out. And uh, <laughs> when she when she's back at work, it's the same sort of thing. So yeah. um, she she has a work cut out. She, yes, definitely. And she do, and she and she does very well. I have to, I, yeah, you know, I have that's, to hand it to her. I mean, you know, I don't want to sound too stereotypical, but that's women. I feel like they are literally multitask geniuses. Yeah, I mean, it's. Do you know? Do you know what though? I think it, it's one of those things where you just have to kind of, you know, you do your best, you know, yeah. and then you kind of just go. Yeah, I forgot all that stuff. Yeah, sorry. You know, it's a lot of apologies I've, I've had to make, but particularly of late. I've sort of gone, sorry, I forgot to put that in the dishwasher or, you know, you know it's a lot like, of that. Oh, it's fine. Don't worry. Whilst doing that and three other things at the same time, you're like, sorry. Yeah, exactly. It's, 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 but again, it's, it's, I think, I think again, this is another thing is, is when having a baby i think it sort of enhances all of that for both of both of you it sort of makes you kind of realize that all the silly stuff that you'd probably normally get really annoyed with you don't kind of you don't sort of think about as much so you can you kind of you kind of drop that stuff which is good for me because it's it's, a a long list um (laughs) cool well i think you know what i think we're going to go to the question things because actually we are doing we're doing great this is this time has just flown by it's like really so i've got i've got a bit of a motor now so uh, no no, it's lovely because it's interesting as well because um well, it's, it's big work that you've done. Also, being a dad, all that. Those, you know, it's, those things are interesting. I um, you know, don't don't. It's good. It's good. It's hard when it's when someone's difficult to pull stuff out of. So oh, right, it's, yeah. it's, it's it's better right. this way. No, so don't. You're like, oh no, no motor mouth. But no, you're you're great. You're good. <laughs> you're good. Um, so I've got two questions for today. Sure. Um, they're in. I don't know how they're going to go, but. We'll we'll give it a go. Um, So the first question, um, so obviously being the guest, John C., you're going to go first on this one. Um, So if you could bring back any fashion trend, what would it be? Oh, God. (laughs) If you remember, we we did talk about my fashion so far. I know, that's why I'm enjoying the answer (laughs) for this one. Oh, right, okay. Um, Do you know what? I actually, when, when I do sort of dress smartly which is every so often from time to time <laughs> um I, I i do like wearing a but it's a particular kind of you know when you see when you see series like mad men they've got those i just like those suits Ooh, it's some, yeah i suppose it's that type of suit i mean i know they, those suits probably still exist but it's that sort of thing but i mean if, if you want to go sort of old like re, i mean i i do i have worn um sort of um what do you call it? Armor, suits of armor and stuff. Oh wow! So I, I, I wore it. I wore it one. I wore one once when I was at drama school, and that was really cool because <laughs> nice. it was really he- it was really heavy, but it was it was very cool, and I bring that back. <laughs> oh, I love it! It would make it a very interesting medieval uh, 
world, I guess, if everyone's well, just, just like, wandering uh, around in armor, like what's up? Well, in tw- in twenty twenty one, it would be very weird. And like, like, why is why is he driving with suits of armor on? Yeah. Morning. Okay. <laughs> you know. Imagine trying to get out of your car. Well, that's that's the other thing. <laughs> you know, you, you you have a you have a battle axe with you, and yes. you have and you have some other stuff, and you're like, sorry, can you perhaps help me with my helmet? <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, go, going to the loo would be impossible. Oh my gosh! Yeah, no, it, that would be insane. Yeah. <laughs> Good choices. I like that. What about you, Snagina? Um, if we could just dress like the way we did in the twenties, I think oh. that would make me happy. Very cool. But uh, like, just fully, just dress up like that, and just, the hair and everything. Oh, yeah, so good. Oh, your I mean, hair would be more perfect effort. for it. Yeah, but it's still a, I yeah I have nostalgia for that. Totally. But um, there's a charm to it. Yeah, there is totally. a real charm to it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, what were you going to say is the easier thing? Oh, no. No, I go. Worry. Do it. <laughs> you want me to hear Yes. It? Well, I was going to say, I feel like bell bottoms go in and out of style, and I kind of <laughs> like them. Yeah. Um, so I feel like, yeah, they look good on me. So I should come back <laughs> in. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Yeah. Is bell bottoms, is that basically flares? Yeah, like the ones that kind of flare out from your knee, like oh. the 70s pants. Yeah. Okay. I feel like because I'm really tall, they just look good on me. But the high-waisted ones, not the low-waisted ones that everyone wore in, like, that really too Yeah, how dare they? (laughs) High-waisted or nothing. Whenever I see people with the low-waisted pants and, like, a part of their belly showing, I'm like, oh, imagine feeling that wind on your stomach. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I just love high-waisted pants so much now. Oh, (laughs) no, I know. Actually, I did uh, see, I mean, this is a weird sidebar, but I was out walking with Lee, um, actually, it was only yesterday, and there was this girl, and bear in mind, I think it was, it had been snowing that day, it was freezing, um, and this girl was walking along in a crop top, um, some leggings that just kind of, yeah, just under her belly button, and then she was wearing like a, like a light denim jacket, and I was like, where do you think you are? But she was all, like, she was like, arms crossed, and I'm like, well, you could have just worn more clothes. You didn't need to come out (laughs) in a crop top. And leggings and a little denim jacket and being like, oh, it's so cold. We'll just wear more. Anyway, I know, that's my she, little... Where was she going? There's nowhere to go at the moment. She was going to the park as well, which was very bizarre. Oh, I was like, what are you doing? Anyway, although I probably would have done something like that as a kid. <laughs> I'd have been like, no, I'm fine, whilst my lips are blue. <laughs> <clears throat> um, that's so like the young girls it is. Um, vibe. I remember just freezing my ass off because yeah. I wanted to... <laughs> Wear something cute out. Horrible. (laughs) Uh, The pain, the pain. Um, Me, what would I bring back that was sort of fashionable? I don't think... (sighs) Hmm. Yeah, I I like the idea of um, those kind of like, uh, oh, what they called like the 60s dresses. Like they were just like super puffy and lovely. Whereas like for me, I, I don't get dressed up ever. So if... Like the poodle skirts? Yes. That's what they called them. Yes. Thank you. See, someone who knows fashion who can help me. I'm like, puppy. I wouldn't have been able to help you there. I'd be like, the Um, puffy dresses. Yes, Ah." yes. Yes, poodle skirts. Yes, that's exactly it. Because I feel like that would just be lovely. But I... 
Oh, you'd look cute with that. And the I'm... little, like, dress shoes with the socks coming up yes! a little bit. Oh, my God. Yes. yes. Good one. I would. Good yes. One. Okay. That's grease decided. Good. Yes. Oh, grease lightning. Yes. I would be well on that. Okay. Six, that's 60s, 60s dress is also really specific as well. You can really, you can really point. It's like, you can really point out where the 60s is. Can't mm-hmm. you? With, you yeah, know, it's very, very true. specific. I mean, 80s as well you can. But, mm-hmm. I mean, 60s specifically, yeah. Mm-hmm. 100%. No, it's, uh, it's that's quite, that's good answers i like that i like that's a good one okay now i'm gonna put you first now sagina on this next story or story um not story but it actually is um so what is your best scar story assuming you have scar yeah do you have a scar i have so many now yeah but what's Um, your best one best scar story (laughs) i don't know if they're good stories to getting a scar (laughs) oh okay sure i'll give you like you you battled a shark to save a dog totally Ooh, no now i have two. Oh, i love how okay no no no. this is the better one this is the better one okay um i was in greece with my sister my Mm -hmm. little sister and we had a couple of drinks on the beach and the sun was starting to set but we decided we still wanted to go for a swim Mm -hmm. and we're in the water and then there's this sort of like seaweed barrier thing where Mm -hmm. if you go on top of it and cross it you can get to the deeper side Nice. So I cross it and then I start feeling this burning sensation like on my chest, like around my breast. And I'm like, what is that? And then I looked, I like got up and there was like all these little sort of like anemone (gasps) strings hanging from my boob basically. And I was like, oh, what the heck? But I was like kind of drunk. Anyway, so I pulled them off. But I guess mm. they have little like hooks that hook <gasps> into your skin. Oh no! So the next day, it like boiled up like <gasps> a burn, like oh, all boiled and crazy. Oh. And uh, that scar took almost a year to heal because um, I don't know something about their like I don't know sea venom or whatever gets oh. in your skin and it takes a super long time to heal. Oh, so my I still gosh. have that scar there. But um, wow, yeah, I was like those. Evil sea anemones. Yeah, how dare they? They got you good. Yeah. Jeez. But then the next day we were walking around and this girl had it literally all down her leg. (gasps) Oh. So they, and everybody who lived there was like, this is an anomaly. Like, this has never happened before. So. And you're like, it happened to me yesterday. Global warming, weird stuff in the sea. Oh, weird. Mutated anemones. (laughs) But yeah, I guess that was my best scar story. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. That's, that's, that's quite a story. I'm not sure I've got anything that good. Go on, John C. What's your best scar story? Oh, right. Um, I've got, I've got a couple. Um, I've. I suppose that probably, probably one when I was fourteen, I um, it was it was the end of the God, it was I don't know what World Cup it was. It was the Rugby World Cup, and um, I was kicking my ball, uh, rugby ball outside, and I kicked it over a neighbour's fence into their garden, mm-hmm. um, and I thought nothing of it so I climbed over the neighbor's fence it was a corrugated fence um so it was you know slightly rigid and uh I slipped and my leg almost went right almost went right through my leg um so it um went it's fortunate I mean I say fortunately it went into my leg and it was very 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 painful 
Um, I didn't realise at the time what had happened. It was just very, very sore. And funnily enough, it was at um, Halloween, which oh. sort of, which sort of added, which added to the kind of gore, the the gore element because and it was I like was, cool costume, man. <laughs> well, it wasn't even that. It was the fact that I was I was screaming incredibly loudly, oh, no. and I was banging on my back, the garden entrance to my parents' house. Oh, and my mum, like well, yeah, my mum. <laughs> well, I know my mum was like, "What is it? What is it? What is it?" And I said, my leg, my leg. And then she was like, well, she started really, she started really freaking out because then she took my trousers down and then my whole leg had completely like opened up. And, oh. um, and what, what, it had, fortunately, what it seemed to have done was the fact that my, I was wearing jeans at the time. So because obviously they're quite hard wearing, if I hadn't been wearing jeans, it would have been a lot worse. But it, I mean, it was really bad. <laughs> I mean, it, it was bad to, to such a degree that my mum was sort of like, she had to, she was called the ambulance and stuff. My dad had just, my dad was almost back from work. But my sister and her friends were walking around in witches' outfits, which is really weird because oh. um, my mum was making popcorn. So in the background, she had left the popcorn just to start burning and there was this smoke billowing round in the oh, house while I was like I was lying down on the on the floor sort of screaming my heart out and oh. my dad got home thinking oh god what's what's he done now and then my dad was like oh my god um yeah and it was very I was very very close to dying actually which uh, I was it was like an inch away from a from a va- an artery in in my leg uh, oh so my God. yeah it was really <laughs> I didn't realize how serious it was at the time until I they went you realize this was really very serious and I was like because my because I've got like I had a it was all it was my whole thigh so wow. I had a I've got I've got a massive scar that goes around my entire thigh wow um but yeah that's Jeez. yeah that, that's that's yeah I've got I I seem to be quite accident prone is is another <laughs> thing yeah brilliant I, well to be honest I I think uh I think anyone who says there isn't they aren't uh accident prone is probably a liar because I feel like <laughs> I'm just like a walking disaster I'm always going to put food on my top or I'm going to trip or I'm going to say something wrong or so I'm like other people must be the same so when I ever hear someone saying I'm just accident prone I'm like thank god there's a lot more people out there thank goodness for that um wow yeah no that's in, that's intense it was intense and it's weird that you know, when you remember stuff like that I mean especially you know what Snijuju was saying just about her experience it's that when you have those moments I think particularly you know, you can remember exactly where you were. You remember exactly what was going on. It was ve- it's very specific. Mm-hmm. So you know, you know what yeah. you know. You know how, you know what you know whether it was a light day or if it was a grey day or whatever. You know, it's really mm-hmm. it's it's amazing how specific people can be about it as well because yeah. it's so true. It can some, be so traumatic. Some people might some people might say it scarred you. Oh, <laughs> yeah. did him. It's nice. certain, it's it certainly did. <laughs> well played, Snajina. Well played. Oh gosh, right. Well, mine, mine is definitely not as well. I mean, I guess it sort of was, but it's scars. not. Oh yeah. Well, I've got one on okay. my eyebrow um, that I've had cool. since a baby. But most people don't even recognize or notice until photographers take my photo, and then they want to um, edit out 
the because it just looks like an untidy eyebrow. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, but it is. It looks like you know uh, there was that fashion for a while where people would kind of like put like a line in their eyebrows. It's basically mm. what yeah, what like my eyebrow looks. Yeah. yeah, it's a bit like what that looks like. But that that's something that happened when I was a baby. Um, so obviously I wasn't really, I wasn't really a ra- like I wasn't aware of it but my parents obviously like panicked like crazy because I basically just fell forward into a into a corner of a table and just slit my eyebrow open um yeah which is yeah but the the story I was going to say is um so when I was um in Halifax and I was getting into um well actually not getting into I'd already been there for a year but I was working at this um dinner theater um and um yeah, I was kind of like doing like singing, dancing, acting, um, and also drumming as well. But this particular um, thing, I was meant to be doing uh, a dance routine uh, with a partner. It's meant to be swing dance. And um, uh, the director was trying out something new. And uh, so I was meant to try, basically, I was meant to like swing up in the air and then land behind my dance partner, um, like, seamlessly oh Oh, yes um and so the first time we did it we did it and it was okay but then I felt like this weird twinge in my knee and I thought "Mm, okay and then the second time we did it um there was a loud pop and I just went straight to the ground yes um and I was in a lot of pain like uh, a shit ton of pain and literally that was like that was like a role that I really wanted to play, but obviously I knew immediately I was going to be like out of action. Um, and I got, well, one of my friends who was uh, part of the show, she took me home and she was like explaining the situation to my parents. And my parents were like, okay, we can't see any blood. Um, you know, it doesn't look like it's swollen. So maybe you've just twisted something. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah I'll, um, and they were like, but I think we should still go to the hospital. I was like, no, no, I'm fine. Me being oh. me. And I'm like, no, I'm fine. I'm sure I'll just sleep it off and then be all right. Oh, anyway, dear. throughout the night, I couldn't move because my knee was so painful and it became like, it was so hot. And I also couldn't get out of bed because I was like stuck there. Um, and when my mum came down to me in the morning, I was like white where I hadn't slept. And mum was like, are you okay? I was like, I think I need to go to hospital. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> and mom was like okay and then flash forward we ended up finding out that i completely torn my acl oh um, god and also torn my cartilage in my knee also Ooh. so the surgery i needed was um well there were there were a couple of options but the one i went for is they took a part of my hamstring uh, muscle to create a new acl in my knee which then obviously is a longer recovery but I have, I basically have like a sideways, uh, slanty, smiley face on my knee now, where they had to drill in three times and then cut Ugh. to get the Ooh. the hamstring muscle. So that's that's my scar story. I wouldn't say it's fun, but it's definitely the most um, obvious when I'm wearing shorts or a anything wow. above the knee. So yeah, drilling, fun. That's extraordinary. Yes. Wow. It was. <laughs> painful <laughs> oh, I know. Oh. <laughs> what a downer to end the podcast on it's like <laughs> oh. and goodbye everybody <laughs> okay i'm gonna i just have to ask one upbeat quick question just to try and change the ending of this podcast <laughs> rather than ending on like scars and 
ACL tearing. Um, okay, most used emoji, John C. Do you um, even use emojis? I do. I do on my emails. I I sort of do a smile. I just do a smile emoji. That's really. And it sounds. It sounds very basic. I don't know how to use technology that well, so I just gave the safe smile. The safe smile. Nice. What about you, Snagina? Probably the thumbs up because I'm doing it to clients <laughs> or to yeah. actors and people. Nice. Yeah, cool, cool. Thumbs yeah. up. Good, good nice. for you. Yeah, yeah. get on. Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like mine is probably the laughing, crying face to the side. <laughs> I feel like that's oh, like yeah. my main one that I do. Good one. Oh, that's good. Um, yeah, which is which is a nice way to end. <laughs> um, oh, John C., honestly, it's been really, really lovely and so interesting um, having you on our episode today. Oh, I hope you've yeah, enjoyed pleasure. yourself. Stories. Yeah. I, I, I have. I hope I hope I haven't sort of over, overdone, gone and overkill a bit. I'm always very aware that I do kind of talk a bit too much. No, you're honestly, you're great. Really, it's, very, <laughs> it's very, very interesting because there's something... I guess we'll find out. No. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, no. It's. I think it's one of those old things where you have when, sort of. I suppose when you're an actor and you're talking about yourself, you're like, oh god, am I talking about myself too much in yeah, a way no. that sounds too self, self indulgent. But anyway, I'll leave it there. Yeah. No. Thank you so. <laughs> th- th- uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on. No. No. Thank you. Well, I um. Yeah. Well, I um. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm sure I'm going to be. Ca- you know talking to you now and again on on the old uh, social media and who knows yeah, you might even course. be able to meet one day in life because we actually live in the same country so <laughs> what a joy amazing yeah no yeah. absolutely absolutely S- sweet so how about on um on three we all say goodbye okay okie dokie three oh no wait one <laughs> sorry <laughs> ignore me ignore me i've been so tired all day right so one two three Goodbye. 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 <laughs> Bye. Goodbye. Lovely. <laughs> We're good. Jen awesome. and I always sing it. <laughs> I know. And everyone's always like, what? Bye. 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 That's great. It's great. That's awesome. And oh. scene. And scene. Awesome sauce. Thank you, John C. That was really, really great. Really great. Are you still there? Anyway, yes. That was, that was John C. Um, it was. He, he, he shot straight out of there, but <laughs> that's Zip. fine. Click and buy. Click and buy. But yeah, it was uh, it was interesting. It's I feel like we're noticing a common theme, aren't we, about people being able to get work just by showing initiative. Um, yeah. Well, I think it's important because I feel like a lot of the younger generation has forgot about that a little bit or maybe just doesn't even really understand how much they should be putting into things on yeah. their own again on my rant of like the the instagram <laughs> into instant gratification of doing you know the minimal and then getting rewarded but um mm-hmm. no that's so great i mean his story is a perfect example of how to make things happen for yourself i mean that's insane thanks Daddy John C for yeah, <laughs> coming yeah, up with exactly. such a quirky idea of yeah. you know getting someone's attention and obviously it worked like that's insane that's that doesn't happen but obviously no. it does so Clearly. you have to try right I know it's it's mad I'm, I'm glad I'm glad that he did it the way that he did it I guess by creating a scroll and it being <laughs> sealed with wax and stuff like that I mean that 
Yeah, good, good old dad. Hey, because honestly, he has a lot. I guess he has a lot to uh, to thank his dad for that. With that, just for coming up with that crazy idea, because then obviously that led to him being like a series regular of the English game. Which um, I know you mentioned that Sean has watched it. Um, yeah. It's all about the origins of football. But he's like a he's like a he's like series regular, and there's like episodes that are completely kind of dead. Like he has whole story arcs in in episodes, and it's you know obviously I know. Downton Abbey, obviously, he was originally up for Alfred, um, but and obviously he only had like a like a two two episode thing on Downton Abbey. But I still remember him eh, on it. But the, the the fact that that then led to um, the English game, I think, is just is just really cool. And who knows what's beyond? Especially making a an ally like that with uh, Julian Fellows. I mean, that's a pretty strong ally. Um, yeah. Well, I think it makes sense that he only got like a couple episodes. I mean, everybody yeah. in that show is so was so heavily established. So, I mm-hmm. mean, I feel yeah. like everyone who was getting anything more substantial on there, it would either have to last for a really long time or it was just mm-hmm. a couple episodes. But I feel like a couple episodes on a show like that is like such a huge deal for anybody. Oh my god. Even like a one-liner on Downton Abbey would be amazing, but like a couple yes. episodes, like that's that's incredible. It is. So yeah, and like you and I love that show. Obviously, we talked about that. Oh yeah. So I know. God, um, I miss it. Brilliant. Did you Did you yeah, watch the too. films? <laughs> um. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I see. I still haven't seen the second one. What? Why? Wait. <laughs> there's a wait. There's only one movie, isn't there? Yeah. Oh no. I think you're thinking about the Christmas special, maybe. Yeah. No. So I've seen the Christmas special, but I haven't yeah. seen the movie, and I'm like, yeah. I desperately want to see it, but. Lee was we were re-watching um well I was I was re-watching he was watching it for the first time um mm-hmm. Downton Abbey and then we kind of because the end game was to get to the point where we watched the friggin movie which is the whole yeah. the whole reason that I wanted to like re-watch it with Lee so he would actually yeah. watch the goddamn movie with me um but then I think something happened and then we just stopped I think we stopped in like season I want to say season four or something and so I think there's only like two seasons left, maybe. Mm. And it's like, ah, but like, I almost want to try and wrench him back in. Either that or I'm just going to have to do it on like a Sunday morning or something. I was going to say, if I were you, I would just like find some time and watch it. Yeah. It's very yeah. cute. It's like, it's very nostalgic. So you get all the feelings and you're like, oh, mm. it's very sweet. Like, yeah, it's nothing groundbreaking. I actually don't really yeah. remember what happened in it, but I guess it was like, we watched it just before the pandemic or something. So obviously all that time's a little bit of race, but it was really cute. We watched it with a bunch of little old ladies in our theater. (laughs) It's typical what you would imagine of who's going to watch that. Um, Mm -hmm. And me and Sean, of course. course. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I think I told you this before, but it's kind of funny. Um, I wanted to watch it with Sean and I had a trip coming up with the family and I'm like, okay, let's like just watch a few episodes and then we'll, just watch the rest when I get back. And uh, hmm. when I got back, he had finished the entire series because he was so hooked. And I was pissed because I really wanted to rewatch it again. Of course. And I was yeah. like, what? But that just yeah. shows how, how much it pulls you in, which is cool. Absolutely. But, uh, Absolutely. And now yeah. I kind of want to rewatch it, actually, to be honest. Just for my own benefit. Just for the feels. I know. So, so much emotion. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, so I was thinking about this 
yesterday of what to say of what I've been watching, and I have some things that I know people like oh. to hear about it. Yes. Um, okay. I have three things to talk about. Three. Mm. Um, one, Netflix just canceled a show that I absolutely adored, the, like that was just released, which is sad. It was called The Irregulars. I told you about it. Oh, it was a yes. really fresh take on Sherlock Holmes, and it was all these like um, orphan, like, or um, diverse teens that lived in like London in the 1800s and they were all such good actors and it had so much heart and it was so fun but I think maybe why they canceled it was because there's a show called The Nevers on HBO and it's literally the same time period it's about magic and people having powers and I feel like it was maybe too similar and like HBO yeah. always trumps but it's such a shame because it was so good those kids better get another thing on netflix because they were amazing <laughs> oh, so i was wow. sad i saw that yesterday i was like no what yeah but second thing i'm on episode three of mar of east town where kate winslet's oh, new yes. show uh -huh. it is brilliant oh. um we're loving it it's so well done she's fantastic um it's obviously a murder mystery. Duh. Of course. Um, yeah. But it's so rich, and they really did good character development, and it's just, it's good. It's so good. Oh, nice. And she's so, like, greasy and, like, but not too much, but just, like, kind of greasy, and you're like, it's interesting to see her that way. But, yeah, excellent <laughs> show. And oh, then wow. the third thing, I just saw that they released photos of the new Game of Thrones offshoot about... Um, the what are they called? The Targaryens? No. Oh yeah, because that the Targaryens was like the beginning of like well before, well I guess Daenerys. Yeah, Daenerys's, Daenerys's whole line yeah. with the white hair yeah. people. Um, wow. so they were showing photos of that. Um, fingers crossed they don't fuck it up because you and I both know how easy it is to fuck up. Of course. Uh, something like that. So something <laughs> I'm truly afraid. beloved. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'm a little bit afraid, but. Uh, I'm sure the fans will rip it to shit, as they always do. Mm. Uh, but we'll see. So yeah, that was my little thing. Sorry, I had insomnia nice. last night, and this is what I was <laughs> thinking about in my head. What am so I going to say? It was on the tip of my tongue. I had to let it out for everyone to I hear. Love it. Yeah, of course. Anyway, Give the Jen? people what they want. <laughs> do you have something that you want to talk about? Um, I mean, uh, I don't really think we've been watching too we've been watching like very light stuff recently it's like there's a show called grand designs and it basically like go you know they'll buy like a well one of the ones we watched the other day was this um this basically it was an old mill and it was just dilapidated and these people it was in cornwall so like a really beautiful place and then these people kind of came in and they were going to basically turn it into a house and Ooh. it it was just, I mean, it was so interesting, but, you know, it was just gentle, well, it was gentle, but they started it in, like, November, I think, 2018, and the episode's only recently been released, so that's how long oh, it wow. took to sort it out. Like, literally, there was, like, wood crumbling, like, it wasn't safe, so much of the stuff was just, like, ready to collapse, um, and they were like, we only have this much money to, like, do it, and you're like, oh, my God, and they're living in a caravan in a shed, oh, and you're just Jesus. like, oh, that sounds that's awful. That's devotion to a project. I know. And seriously, I I'm like looking at Liam, like I would divorce you. No, 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I love those shows. I love Me home too. home flips. They're amazing. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that being said, that East uh, the Mar of East Town only comes out once a week. So, oh. in the middle of that all, um, I've been watching tons of reality TV to nice to get me through because because mm-hmm. in in the in the box of television there is no covid and it's just like some regular other Absolutely. world thing even if it's reality tv just kind of disconnect but yeah yeah been watching um blown away it's like a the glass blowing show oh yes i've seen that yeah it's amazing yeah. i haven't watched it but oh, it relaxes cool. me to see that nice. like the glass all shapely and oh, i don't taking know taking so shape um no i like it taking shape yeah um oh, oh oh we started watching this show last night i just watched it to make myself laugh it was called pup pup stars or something pup stars no pet stars it's like oh. this is the best job ever like this is the job i want it is a talent agency for animals in um yes. in los angeles and it's two women and um in the first one, they go to, like, the world's ugliest dog show somewhere in Northern California. Wow. And uh, it's just absolutely amazing. It's just a pleasure to, to watch every <laughs> single animal that comes through. It's just, like, heart-meltingly delicious. And I loved yes. every minute of it. And I was like, how do I transition my career from repping people to repping animals? <laughs> yeah. Well, you can create a separate roster just a- for Illyria animals. animals. It's it's yes. already fin- like it's just beautiful it just works it, it's just it does. Like, i looked at sean i was like Illyria animals this is what we're doing now take notes yeah, <laughs> yeah take notes take notes sean it's happening it's gonna be a thing it's yeah. gonna be a thing but yeah uh, anyway cool. that's all i have to say everybody <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> Sounds good. Well, um, yeah, I hope you enjoyed uh, this episode. And if you do, why not give it a review? We are now on IMDb, so you can review us Ooh. on IMDb. I know. Or Apple Podcasts. Or, I don't know. There's not really a lot else I can say where you can review us because there's not a lot Instagram, of places where you can. Instagram, just pop us a comment. Yeah. Yeah, and also Feel if you've got an idea out. for like, yeah. yeah, for sure. If you've got an idea of like what we could talk about, we've got questions for us. Just yeah, drop into our DMs. It's that's also completely fine. Is it slide into your DMs? Slide into the DMs. <laughs> yeah. It just shows how uncool I am. Uh, drop into those DMs. <laughs> but the cool thing is, is that we will soon be releasing um, podcasts that also have video. Ooh, so you can see our quirky, weird faces exactly. live. <laughs> well, the the thing is, next week's episode, Snajina and I were testing out the whole video thing, so it only really lasts for 30 minutes. So you get at least 30 minutes of what the podcast would have been with our faces. But don't worry. No, not even the one after that. But the one after that has video. <laughs> It's coming. Anyway, it's coming. It's coming. It's in the pipe works. Everyone's on um, the edge of yeah. their seat for that one. The one after that, the one after that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just hold on. It's coming. It's coming. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, um, until then, take care and we'll, I guess you'll listen to us soon. Bye. Bye. <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs>